Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Apple Podcast. Today, lots to talk about again. First of all, the meta. As always, how to play better against how, how things look like right now. Uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, compositions a bit, what is viable, what is not. Also, sadly, I have to bring up bugs. Uh, I don't like talking about these things too much because I do feel like I talk a lot about bugs in the game, but I have to. It's just been a mess. Uh, and a little bit about what I think the future of Battlegrounds might look like and Hearthstone in general, where uh, things are heading, like the tribe rework that's happening, the MMR reset uh, relatively soon. And finally, I'm also going to talk a bit about the future of this channel, about why I'm not having fun with Hearthstone right now, um, and maybe the future of the content that I want to make and where I see myself heading as well. So if you want to tune into that if you want to learn a bit of the behind the scenes of content creation as well like what it is like to make videos and stream for hearthstone you know i hope you enjoy that that segment um but first let's talk about battlegrounds because that's why most of you guys usually tune into these uh so the matter how to win what it is like now uh it feels like it's hard to pinpoint i feel like Every lobby plays completely different. Some lobbies are super tempo, some lobbies are super greedy, some lobbies are like in between. It depends on more than just the server you play on. It used to be NA being very tempo heavy and, and, and uh, no, EU very tempo heavy, uh, tempo heavy, NA very greedy. Then it switched where NA got tempo heavy and EU was greedier. And now it's, I'm not entirely sure, but it feels like it depends on, first of all, the, lo the heroes in your lobby, if you have a Janus and a Hoop Tusk and, and a Bird, uh, Galewing, then you know you're kind of getting, you're gonna get high rolled, so you usually play a tempo comp unless you high roll the early game. Um, you can also see what the lobby is gonna play like, depending on spells. Darkwind Prizes and spells are still a massive indication whether or not people are gonna spike, are gonna get strong. Um, I feel like spells, luckily they're only 25% of the game, we've talked about this before, it turns lobbies into this mess, like an entire shit show of who is the good spells, who's gonna spike, if you power level you get super rewarded. I did an entire video on Darkman prizes and spells if you really wanna like learn how to play in these kind of lobbies, but they have an entire different uh, dynamic compared to normal lobbies. Then there's also ghost lobbies, of course, um, which I also talked about in previous video, that uh, things turn really greedy if you can power level correctly and face the ghosts a little bit, you know you're gonna benefit a lot more than other people. Now I'm bringing these things up because it feels like more than previously, um, these lobbies are greedier. Like it, ghost lobbies are very always greedy, you know, people always power level, but more than ever it feels like uh, if there's a ghost in lobby, it matters more whether or not you face the ghost or not. It feels like if you don't face the ghost, you barely even have a shot at like winning anymore compared to the people who do and who, the people who power level. So it seems like um, the different kind of lobbies have higher impacts than they used to and like the, they design how you gotta play the game more than the actual meta put into place. At least this is from my own experience, I have to mention I haven't been playing too much compared to uh, last month. Last month I played like every day for like so many hours, recently I've not had too much time and not too much fun playing Battlegrounds, so I'm going off the few games that I played and of the streams that I watch. Um, also heroes, hero, like uh, the hero choices that you have really steer you into your direction. Like if you play a hero like Hooktus or Genesis as another example, or Omu, you know you're gonna level, you're gonna get triples, or you're gonna get strong, you kind of know your game plan already and you're gonna play greedy most of the time. Uh, if you stick with a hero like Edwin or um, 
any other tempo here, you know, you're stuck playing a tier 4 comp because tier 4 comps are actually pretty good. You can play a uh, shaker comp on tier 4, you can play mechs. Mechs are insane. Every mech lobby, there is, uh, like, everyone has a one or two deflectables. I remember playing a mech lobby yesterday uh, and everyone just had two deflectables. It's kind of unreal how mechs have such a massive impact on the meta. So, and of course, tribes in the lobby also matter a lot depending on how it's going to play out. If there's no quillboards or max, then uh, power leveling 2 tier 3 happens a lot less. There's like no tempo, no stabilization on tier 4, so everyone either goes to tier 5 or dies <laughs> most of the time. Uh, or plays taunt comp with like arm and then find the bronze sword and the cyclone and tauntos or the bulwark. So, lobbies play out very differently on a lot of different. Uh, I guess components that it is made out of the the tribes, the heroes and lobby. If there's a ghost or not, if there's spells, all of these together make every lobby very different and feel like their own meta. So the more you play, the more you're gonna be confident knowing how you need to adapt to your surroundings. I hope I'm not making this sound too complicated, but it's not just that you can go into every game with the same game plan. Some metas that is the case, some metas it's just you power level, you hit the mob bear, you win, stuff like that. Uh, but right now there's so many ways to win. It's actually very diverse. I think there's a lot of playable stuff, which is very good. Um, it is just hard to navigate every game independently, I would say. Um, because there's no one tier 6 comp that, for example, always wins. It changes. Sometimes it's elemental, sometimes it's beasts, sometimes it's just quillbores. Uh, sometimes it's even mechs, which is pretty cool. Uh, last but not least, there's also matchups that are like really uh, important. Hitting the good matchups, because if you hit the strong heroes early, of course you're going to get nuked for like 20 damage, GG, you're dead, right? The damage issue is something that's been talked about for ages ever since Balagons kind of got released and we had like both and the old Pagel and just stuff that dealt a lot of damage um yeah it's always been an issue of people dying really early to someone high rolling or like having a very unfortunate matchup if you face the other guy maybe you won the lobby right so uh, that also really depends on if you have to hold back if you can power level um, it's also something to keep in mind more now I feel like than previously because there is a lot of spikes happening but all that said, uh, basically, the, the, uh, let me summarize what I just mentioned. There is no one set meta in place, I think, so one thing you always focus on. There is just a lot of things that decide how your game is going to turn out. If you have to play greedy, tempo, um, how you can level. Because uh, there's, again, I made a leveling video with all the different leveling curves. There's like a million ways that you can level now and make your curve work and pop off. It, it's kind of... It's fun. It's fun to experiment a lot. Um, also, most comps are playable, so that's really cool. I, I don't think the only comp that like is unplayable, is really bad, is Demons. And luckily, we're getting a rework soon. Hopefully, they're touching it. But Max is really good. Like it's actually one of the best tribes right now. Uh, but Taunt comp, of course, and the Deflectable buff did a huge, like gave a huge boost to that tribe. Uh, elementals on tier 6 are still massive if you hit an early Gar or Genie or you level and hit double Lil Reg, well, you're gonna be the biggest in the lobby. Uh, you still lose to Poison, like Poison Murlox is also... I don't know if I can call it a comp, it's more attacking, but yeah, Murlox is playable. Uh, if you play like a real old-school Murloc build, you need a Genesis with an early uh, Lookout and Bran, I guess, or you need to get like uh, a, a Golden Bran with Reno, something like that. Uh, but Murlox need Golden Selfless and a lot of stats in order to compete. Uh, then what other tribes do we have? Killboards is always good, right? You did your 4 comp or with Agon Flat Tusk or whatever, right? Killboards are always gonna be decent. Uh, they still win lobbies. Dragons are on the slower end, so dragons kinda need a super high roll if you wanna win. 
Um, but I've seen dragons win. If you hit an Aldina, you have double Caligals early on. You cannot scale. It just it, it, you see it less now because there is so much tempo on tier 4, uh, but you still see it happen sometimes. So it's also still playable if you hit the right pieces early. If you hit a single Caligals, however, and that's it, you're probably going to get outscaled very soon if you don't level to 6 and hit another Caligals immediately. Uh, what comes am I missing? So demons we're not going to talk about because it's just really bad. Uh, that, like they redesigned a couple demons and introduced new ones, but it didn't change much. It just gave demons more tempo, but demons were already a tempo tribe. Um, so they have no late game still, which kind of sucks. Uh, what other tribes we have? Uh, Murlocs, dragons, beasts. Mama bear is good. Hitting early mama bear. Mama bear comps can get the top three very consistently. Uh, I've seen golden combs win as well um, recently. So golden combs, if you get it early enough, get big stats, just kill people before they have like amalgadons and stuff like that. Menagerie, also really good. Menagerie, you can play almost every game. So uh, I like playing Menagerie a lot. There's a lot of good direction on tier five. Menagerie is good. Um, so in short, almost everything is playable. Uh, almost everything is good. Uh, all every lobby plays different, so it seems like kind of a fun meta to play, right? But things have been very still for a while. Uh, they like updates are they used to update a lot very frequently, but recently it's just been kind of silent. We're waiting on the big uh, reset, the MMR reset, and um, the rework, the tribe rework, which we're gonna talk about in a second. Uh, but first, I need to talk about the bugs. Um, I feel like most uh podcast episodes or most uh update videos i always scroll down to the bugs and see what they fixed and they never fix the issues that have been in the game for so long like the money at the end of your turn that like bugs out and shows you that you floated money while you didn't uh, the outline bug around cards like there's so many bugs uh, and the lag like if you play too many games the game starts lagging that's been in battlegrounds for months for ages like every time i stream i have to restart my game at some point and restart and other streamers as well because it just starts lagging uh, so all the basic bugs that have been here for a while are still there now i do have to mention uh when i made an update video like a while ago um they they confirmed that they're working on these bugs like these bugs that are very prominent and that everyone complains about they know they exist they're working on them and they said that it's going to be patched soon i just wonder when because we've had a couple updates since i got that confirmation and nothing really changed, so I guess they're waiting for a big, the, the big update, hopefully. And if and like like next month, the big update is not gonna address these bugs, then I don't know how hopeful I have to be. How like I, you can't keep waiting forever, right? It's a massive game. A lot of people are playing the game, and it's not like these are small bugs. Because uh, recently as well, the friend list has just been so messed up. Like this is a multiplayer game. You can't even play with your friends anymore. I tried to play with Solom and with other people and we had to both restart our client and wait until our friend list loaded. We had to even switch servers. Like we couldn't play together. We can't sometimes you can't even message people. And this has been going on for weeks. It's not like this is a very small bug. It's literally uh what connects people and uh like allows community and allows people to play together. It's just not possible which seems like a massive issue that they gotta fix, but it's not being addressed. Um, so I wonder where they're going with that. And also connection issues, like myself, I, I sometimes reconnect out of nowhere, which didn't happen before. Uh, or games, like if I queue more than often, I get like a, a, a window pop up that says I have no connection to internet, while I clearly do. Uh, and it's not just me, I see this happen to other streamers, to other people that there's a lot of connection issues uh, also have been happening for a while. So it's just been 
feeling like the game is under construction, but for so long and things are not being addressed, even though uh, we got confirmation that some of these things will be addressed eventually. It's not like Battleguns is a small game. Again, I'm going to refer to what XR said a while ago, is that if Battleguns was a separate game on the Steam store, it would be amongst the top 10 download downloaded or played games, I think, uh, is what he said. So it means there's a lot of people playing this, but we can't even message each other. Or Anyway, so that's my little rant about bugs. I'm just a little bit scared of where this is heading, because it seems like we kept... We keep on getting more and more bugs stacking on and they keep on getting gradually and gradually worse like uh, at first the bugs were like very small and very niche and don't, don't like they don't matter they're kind of visual these are actual big bugs that like bother a lot of people myself included uh, and it takes so long to be addressed so i know the devs mean well i know they have like they really enjoy the game and work on it and i know there's a lot of passion involved it's just as players that are also passionate it's really frustrating to like kind of see no change if that makes sense so uh, know that i always come from a constructive feedback perspective uh, and I, I i know how hard it can be to make a game i guess but yeah i, got, I gotta voice my opinion right <laughs> and I, not just my opinion but of a lot of other people i remember being in a stream and then the entire chat was just listing bugs that have been in the game for a month or over a month and that that shouldn't be happening um let's move on now that was a pretty long rant. Uh, so the future of Hearthstone, we're getting again a tribe rework. If you don't know what that means, about 35 units are going to be reworked and changed. So every tribe will keep their identity, but we're getting new cards to replace some cards, uh, cards to kind of make it feel fresh again. Because we've had the same tribes and the same units for, uh, I don't know how long Battlegrounds has been out, like almost two years. Uh, so finally, like for example, they gave us uh, two new pirates. Uh, so uh, pirates have this kind of concept of money, right? You uh, generate gold, you um, yeah have money uh, with like Hogger and, and Pagel and things that generate gold. Uh, so we're getting two new pirates that both work in that niche still. There's a pirate that gives you one coin for every uh, whenever you have another pirate on the board, uh, which is a trade job that we're going to get. And we're getting a six job that after two turns gives you a random golden unit. So you can see how this fits in the uh, pirate team and they're going to do that for every tribe, keep the theme, but just replace some units to kind of make the game feel fresh again. I just wonder how long it's going to make the game feel fresh because I feel like this is something that's going to happen once every one or two years. So uh, yeah, we better enjoy this because it's going to take a while until we get another uh, refresh, I guess. Uh, so that's going to be exciting though. I wonder what they do for demons especially because like I mentioned most tribes are playable and fun and can scale. Demons, I hope they don't keep this concept honestly. They keep the concept of every tribe so that way casuals don't have to like relearn the entire game but they still know how everything operates. But if they keep the same concept of demons, currently it's like summoning. The more demons you summon the more you scale with like um, uh, Wrath Weaver and with uh, Big Fernal. Wrath Weaver is the one tree on tier 1, that whenever you summon a demon takes damage and grows, plus 2 plus 2. And Big Fernal is the uh, tier 4, 6-6, six, six, that whenever you summon a demon gets plus 1 plus 1. Explaining cards because I know some people don't know all the cards yet uh, that listen to this. So Or jugglers, like I don't like the juggler. I, I guess in theory it sounds cool, demons die, you deal damage, right? It's a cool thing, but it just gaps out and doesn't scale anymore and uh, the game just doesn't allow it to scale or improve too much uh, so because of board space issues mainly 
I wonder what they're gonna do. That's gonna be exciting. And then, of course, the MMR reset. They're gonna reset MMR. People drop down back to zero. Your hidden MMR is kept. I think I have an entire video explaining how the MMR system works. Uh, so you could look that up. But yeah, everyone goes to zero. You just get a bonus until you're almost back at where you were this season. So these resets are not real resets. They're just visual resets to give people an initiative to climb again and reset the leaderboards. But your hidden MMR gets kept um, as always. Anyway. That is it for Battlegrounds, and I'm gonna move into a little bit of behind the scenes of creating content for Hearthstone and why I'm not having fun with the game and everything I'm scared of. I'm scared of the future of Hearthstone, I'm gonna be honest. So I'm gonna explain myself a bit. Uh, why I'm not having fun? So I had this grind, right? Like I shaved my head because I lost the challenge of hitting rank 1 EU. And that motivated me, I enjoyed playing Hearthstone. I woke up, I just grind for 10 hours, I could stream every day for like over 10 hours and have fun and get better go back to sleep and repeat because um, I had a goal and I wanted to learn but ever since I quit I don't really have a reason to climb anymore because it doesn't matter either your rank literally doesn't matter since there is no reward for battlegrounds at the end of the season it's not like you get card packs or anything there is no esports like it's not like the top 16 gets invited to a tournament or whatever like it's just a number that's not even displayed on your profile you can't even look back on your profile at your your finishes or it doesn't display in your friend list like it's literally meaningless except for bragging rights like maybe you appear on the the leaderboard and then i guess you could show people your name on the website so i don't really feel like there's a reason for me to hit high ranks anymore uh, i i did hit rank four i feel like that's good enough for the season i don't really care about getting it back because there's a lot of time that goes into grinding a lot of time and focus and effort that i don't feel worth is spending um, and without gold there's no fun right because i i'm just i would just play to play and uh, honestly it's getting pretty stale like i said there's a lot playable the meta is kind of kind of fun but it's been feeling the same for a couple months now uh like not too much changing uh we don't really get new heroes introduced we get like some new heroes introduced once in a while like now we got Gailwing, which is just absolutely broken uh they're not taking heroes out or rebalancing they did do a big rebalance some time ago, but that's ever since then things stayed the same. Um, so I just wish they would do more small patches like they used to do, like nerf stuff, like Jandis, please get just get rid of Jandis already, um, and, and balance Galewing and Hooptusk, and buff some of the bad heroes still. I don't know, there's so many things that could just, I don't think take a lot of effort, or just a small patch, and completely change up the game. Um, but anyway, I don't know what their intentions are, you know, I don't know what it's like or how hard it is to actually release a patch, what they have to go through, like what the process is like. Um, but yeah, it's just not fun for me anymore to play so many hours a day, which is why I'm streaming less. I've also been busy, which is not a reason I'm streaming less, so I do have a good excuse. But I also just don't feel like playing Hearthstone. In my free time right now, I play Valorant, uh, which I haven't touched for a while, but I enjoy playing Valorant more. And there's other games that I want to look into, um, because... Yeah, after years of playing the same game, things kind of die down. Uh, so another thing I'm scared of, like, uh, for the future of Battlegrounds is there's still nothing said about esports. Yes, here I am again talking about esports. I feel like I touch this topic every time as well, but it's because it's so dear to my heart and not just mine, but a lot of other people. Everyone who grinds a ladder wants a reason to be good at the game. Right now, there's no payoff. The only payoff is that maybe you get some Twitch viewers. <laughs> right or that you can brag about your rank in the title that that's it there, there's no 
esports. Sometimes there's small tournaments, but almost all of them are community hosted. So the prize pools are limited. It's not like you can make a living out of this. Uh, Standard has it. And if you look at, for example, China, the China uh, Chinese uh, scene, they have an esports uh, like Celesta competes in China Gold Series, and uh, she mentioned it as well. Like it's amazing there. Like they have teams. Uh, she's together with Bill with Team Liquid. They compete once in a while. It's like a, a weekly thing or daily thing. I'm, I don't know how uh, the structure or how it's stru uh, structured. Well, English is hard today. <laughs> but why do they have that and we don't? Is the Chinese ser uh, server just bigger? Uh, because if you look at uh, the people playing on an AN EU, it's a lot, especially like if you look on Twitch, how many people are, are grinding. I feel like there's a big audience that uh, would watch an event like this, and there's money to be made here. But yeah, I guess we just don't understand, right? I wish we had an explanation of why it, it's not a viable like business, maybe, or why they're not looking into esports. Uh, they just don't really communicate that very well. So a lot of people are confused, a lot of people want it because it's something that's gonna legitimize um, Battlegrounds as an actual mode or as an actual game that is worth putting time into, which right now it just sadly doesn't seem like it. Because again, also as a content creator, Battlegrounds and Hearthstone isn't really a very good niche to be in, but I'm gonna touch that in a second uh, as to why it's actually better to just Leave Battlegrounds for a different game right now. Why it's not worth the time and effort that most content creators put into Hearthstone. Uh, so if you want to listen or hear about that, I'm going to, again, touch that in a bit. Uh, but also, uh, I'm scared for Battlegrounds because it seems like the future of Battlegrounds is just going to be they're going to keep adding new tribes, new heroes, going to take out stuff, you know, and there have not been any big major changes like there's so many things they could change to the game to make it feel fresh and new like what if they experiment with um like scouting your opponents would that be bad would that be good that's an entire topic on its own to discuss how would it be uh, if they change the damage issue how damage is is done what if they change some fundamental things about the game uh, there have been a lot of suggestions a lot of, of talks about how you could improve the game or make it feel new and fresh uh, like if you look at uh, TFT, they do a lot of, like we get a small rework now, TFT does that a lot more frequently and they constantly reintroduce stuff and uh, yeah, I don't know, if I feel like there's so much opportunity that is just not being looked at. Probably because it's not profitable, that's another thing. VGs is just not very profitable, I guess. They just release skins and uh, next to perks they have a second way to generate some revenue. Uh, but I'm scared that Hearthstone or Blizzard as a corporation just looks at this mode and is like, we don't make any money from it. Why would we put time and effort and money back into it? Right? Why would we create a uh, competitive scene? Why would we want to improve this mode? It's just a casual mode right now. It seems like Battlegrounds is just a casual mode for people who just want to like, play a couple of games after work. And that's it. That is their entire goal. And maybe they make a, a couple bucks of it, you know, from the skins or from the perks. I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like there's a lot, like they really underestimate how many people play it is. Uh, it's, it's kind of nutty, but again, I can only speculate. I'm just talking from own, my own experience, from what I've seen playing this game since it was released and playing normal Hearthstone before that, and from being pretty much on Twitch and, and YouTube every single day, from everything that I see happening and evolving. It seems like Battlegrounds has a very tight and good community and that there is a lot that could spawn from it and that there's actually a lot that they could benefit from but they i feel like it's just not seen 
which is very sad. I could be completely wrong again. I could be wrong because I just like the game and I want it to do well. I feel like most people are like that. Um, so maybe I'm just a bit blinded by my own desire to see it perform better. Uh, I also am scared of Mercenaries coming out because the Mercenaries, I don't think it's a nail in the coffin for Battlegrounds, but they've been talking about how much time and effort they've been put in, uh, putting in Mercenaries. It's their biggest project yet. So it's probably going to be bigger than Battlegrounds was. Um, and it might be better monetized. They might make more money of, of mercenaries. Uh, they might have more people from standard hooked on mercenaries than battlegrounds. And if mercenaries does well and generates more revenue and um, is better for, I mean, casuals maybe to join, then they're gonna put less time and effort, I feel like, into battlegrounds. Look at duels. Uh, I think duels like doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> it's, it kind of died off, right? Um, I think they're still balancing it from time to time, but. Um, I don't think Battlegrounds is going to be or end up like duels. It's still a fun mode. A lot of people are going to enjoy. But I mean, mainly from higher up, how they're going to look at Battlegrounds compared to Mercenaries is what I'm scared of. And then what the future is going to look like, right? Uh, not necessarily the communities around it. Because I think duels has a really cool community. Same with Arena. Arena has a great community. A lot of passionate people. They want to see it do well. But it just doesn't deserve any love whatsoever from higher up because it generates no money. I assume. Um, and then last but not least, I'm scared for Battlegrounds because of the bugs. Because it keeps, it, it feels like it just keeps ramping up. Every single patch there seems to be more and bigger bugs and it takes longer to get rid of them. And that is scary. It just, I wonder why. There, is there something happening that we don't know about? Like, I'm scared for Battlegrounds. It seems like it's kind of being neglected. So. We can say that I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm frustrated with the state of the game, of where things are going. Uh, I think they're doing a good job. Like I like the communication with the devs. I like that they want to do a tribe work and that they're still passionate about the game. Uh, but I feel I'm frustrated because it just kind of feels as a player that uh, the game is being neglected a little bit. Like if you play the game now, you it says it's in beta. How long is it going to be in beta? The beta debate is another one that I'm not going to touch because we could go on for hours. I feel like I'm touching a lot of things that are very sensitive that people could like write an entire paragraph about in the comment section. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just hard to put into words how it, it, the game just seems like it's declining. Also, if you look at, I think Solemn said this as well, he published a video where he said he's not gonna play Battlegrounds or Hearthstone, I should say, for a while or make content about it because it's declining. A lot of people are losing subscribers and growth and it, it, it's just a declining scene, which is also very frustrating to see because it could grow so much with proper marketing, with proper, like, uh, I forgot who said it, I think it was Redbeard, but there's so much like better marketing they can do. Like most of the tournaments don't even get posted anymore on social. They stream on YouTube now instead of Twitch, which, was a, which really hurts as well, just to, for the money grab, right? There's a lot of things, different decisions that could be made, so much better promotion that could be done that could really elevate the game to new heights. I'm not a marketing expert by any means, but I've heard a lot of good things that I, I, I agree with. I should say. So it seems there's, like there's a lot of opportunity laying there. And I would grab it. I don't know why it's not being considered more. Um, anyway, I also want to talk a little bit about, you know, the content creation side. Um, so what it is like to stream Hearthstone for a living. Now, I'm not a full-time streamer and YouTube creator yet. It's like half of my income, I, I would say. Uh, but still, it's relevant, right? Because <laughs> I want to do this full time at some point, but I'm really considering 
quitting or moving into something else because it's just such a bad niche. First of all, uh, or actually, I'm not going to go into every single point because, again, I can make a one-hour video on this on a separate channel. Uh, but Solom also really well explained it in his video where he said he's going to quit. There's like effort is not rewarded. I want to create content. I'm a content creator. But whenever I try to make good content, it's just not well received. Whenever I make lazy, boring content, it does really well. I don't know why, but uh, like I enjoyed making guides at first, but of course I want to shake things up, so I wanted to make fun content. So I tried to play the game using only my voice. I thought it was an amazing video. Uh, that was the most, video, most fun video I ever made, trying to like figure out how you can play Battlegrounds using only your voice. Uh, I put a lot of time into editing it. It was my worst video ever. It's the only video I think almost on the channel without a thousand views. Uh, so then I tried another challenge where I played four games at once, four Battlegrounds games at once. I thought it was really fun to do as well, a hard challenge. Second worst video. Uh, like, whenever I try to come up with a, a cool idea or, or make a video about it, it just doesn't do well. And whenever I just sit here, I can literally, I think, sit here for 10 minutes, unedited, talk about a hero and call it a hero guide, and it's gonna do 10 times as, as well. So. Uh, it, it just feels like in, in, in Hearthstone, you're not really rewarded for making good original content. You just need to make the kind of stuff that people want to see, which is mainly guides and yeah, like educational content. Because one thing that I noticed is that it's a very try-hardy scene or that people, uh, like you have two kinds of people, I feel like. The casuals who just play this once in a while, they don't consume the content. And the people who do consume the content are people who look to improve. So who want to learn from good games, who watch good streamers, people who um, yeah, want to see guides and learn certain heroes and strategies. I think those are like the two main people and one of them consumes content. Because if you look at the top videos for Hearthstone, at any given moment it's going to be gameplay videos or it's going to be a guide or something like that. And guides are not even that well made recently. Like there's not many guides on YouTube, which is why I started this channel and why uh, some of my guides perform really well because they don't exist yet. So it's just frustrating that I'm stuck making the same content that gets pretty stale after a while. I want to do more, I want to be creative. So I might, so the content on this channel might change a bit. I'm still gonna make guides, don't worry, don't unsubscribe. <laughs> I'll still be making guides because I do enjoy making guides. I do like being edu uh, educational and making uh, interesting videos for people to learn. Uh, I know you guys also enjoy that, but I would. I am also gonna change up uh, into more fun content like challenges. I do enjoy doing them, unless the videos like this so bad that I'm just gonna stop doing them. I guess, which I already did. I stopped doing them, and I kind of want to reintroduce them, see if maybe I can make them work. But I don't know. Hearthstone just seems like a very stale content niche, which uh, a lot of people will agree with. That also make content. Uh, also streaming like. Uh, one thing that I noticed, because I look at a lot of other niches as well, like I play Valorant, I watch Valorant streams, I watch uh, IRL streams, I, I watch a lot of different things just other than Hearthstone, I guess, um, to like see and compare. And one thing I noticed is that Hearthstone, every stream or every creator kind of lives in a bubble. And this is not to like, I don't know, to, this is not necessarily a bad thing, but I noticed that every creator kind of has a bubble and rarely people co-op like once in a blue moon you see a co-op right most people just grind this game alone because they need to be hyper focused because the best streams are the high rank streams most of the time the top streamers are always going to have high ranks or are just 
Crip. <laughs> Crip also has a high rank. He, he is smurfing a lot. But I mean, if you made a name for yourself, you're going to be big. But if you want to break through as a new creator, you really got to be one amongst the best players. So they got to constantly focus. And the only co-ops that I see sometimes are people coaching each other. Like it's all again, like educational content and people coaching and tryharding. I've never or very rarely, I think I've seen only two co-ops where people are three, where they just hang out and have fun. People don't really watch that. People don't really want to see people just hang out in a voice chat, play battlegrounds and have fun. Maybe, I mean, maybe you do, listening or you watching, but the majority of people don't because every time I saw a stream like that, they perform poorly. I have done co-ops in the past and most of them were uh, coaching and stuff like that, but whenever I try to do fun stuff, like I try to do hand and brain with sun glitters, which is a fun mode that I invented as well, uh, like a fun challenge, which the video again did like terribly, the stream did really bad, uh, I tried to have fun with Solemn as well yesterday, just like mess around the video also, or the stream also underperformed. There's just no room to interact with other creators and have fun because it doesn't pay off. The only things that pay off is the content that people want to see, I guess, and that is tryhardy, that is just learning, and that is just the creator alone being super focused. Which I don't think I can do this for years to come. So I have to figure out where I'm going to go with this, where I'm going to, what direction I'm going to head in, uh, because for my own sanity's sake, um, Hearthstone just doesn't seem like it's the correct niche for me. Also, it doesn't grow a lot. <laughs> like if you look at this guy's toast, for example, that's a case study that I made. He started in Hearthstone as well. Uh, he started on Reddit and he started making videos. It's a very interesting story. Uh, and he was one of the biggest creators, but he kept out um, at a certain amount of views. His most popular Hearthstone videos are massive, but that's because they were never done before. And he made content that didn't exist yet, which right now it exists. It's, it's like fun gameplay. Um, but he uh, left Hearthstone for a lot of reasons because of how he was treated by Blizzard, uh, which is another story in its own. I, I, maybe I could do some story time about, about this sort of stuff. It's, it's fun to talk about, but yeah, how he was treated by Blizzard because of the community, because of the game itself, Hearthstone, he, it got really still for him as well. I feel like no one can really last that long in a game. Like if you look at the biggest creators, even Kibler and, and Crip, and they, stre they stream uh, Path of Exiles, um, Kibler seems a lot of um, uh, magic. No one really sticks to Hearthstone as a solo game because it's draining. Uh, honestly, but what was I saying again? Um, yeah, Toast. So he switched to TFT and he got more successful. He grew more because if you reach everyone in Hearthstone, that is still way less than reaching everyone in, let's say, TFT, which was a new game. So his audience grew and he got a lot bigger. Then after TFT was Among Us, which had an even bigger, bigger audience. He was one of the pioneers in Among Us, one of the biggest creators, and he blew up and he became massive. He could have never gotten that amount of followers and views if he stayed in Hearthstone because it's very limiting. And now he can do whatever he wants. He can stream whatever game and he's gonna have an audience. And I feel like that's the goal of most creators to like start in a niche and grow from there. Um, and I definitely like Hearthstone. I think I'm gonna keep playing the game uh, for a while. I enjoy the game. I like making all that for it, but I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more. So I'm gonna look into how I can do more, if that makes sense. Anyway, one last thing, one last note is that we have a very supportive fan base. Like if you look at Battlegrounds, the tryhards, the people that really are diehard fans of the game mode, they care so much about the game. Like any update, any change, any small thing, they care a lot about it. So whether it's a bad thing or a good thing, if there's a patch or if they want to try something experimental, I'm sure it will be well received. And there's going to be a lot of support always from 
the community. Uh, Redbeard said this as well. There's so many people that are so passionate about Hearthstone, uh, like that have been playing this game for years. I feel like the major audience that watches and consumes content or plays the game regularly have been around for years um, because there's also a lot of money invested in the game in cards and stuff like that. So they really care deeply about anything that happens and they, you're going to have a lot of support no matter what you push out. So I, yeah, I feel like that is not really considered as much. Anyway, what a Yabot episode. This was quite a, quite a wild ride. Also, Fuck, I forgot to mention this in, in the beginning, but this is on Spotify. All episodes are now on Spotify, so you can listen to them if you don't want to watch me or if you want to just uh, listen in the background while commuting, like going to work in a car or in a train or whatever. But you can listen to this on your device now uh, instead of just YouTube. So if you want to do that, that's a possibility just out there. <laughs> um, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit wild. Uh, we talked about the meta and, and stuff like that, as always, you know, just hearts and stuff. And in the end, add more of a personal, like behind the looks of, um, like behind the scenes of content creation and what it's like to uh, play this game so much, like why I'm not having fun with it. All the good stuff. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and thank you for listening. Have a good day.